Yeah, my personal record book. If this makes Pittsburgh, the Steelers, the fans of the Steelers, you, uh, if it makes everyone feel better, in my own personal record book, uh, the Steelers won that game, the Patriots lost, and that means the Steelers are on track to be the one seed in the AFC. <laughs> the Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. I am not at all sorry for what I'm about to do to you. I'm going to make you hear some stuff that you might not agree with, and then we're going to dissect if it's okay that this guy said it or whether or not you think it's bogus. Here's Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Warriors in the NBA. Well, nothing has been done. Um... It doesn't seem to matter uh, to our government um, that children are being shot to death um, day after day in schools. It doesn't matter that people are being shot um, at a concert, at a movie theater. It's not enough, apparently, to move uh, our leadership, our government, the people who are running this country, uh, to actually do anything. That's demoralizing. But we can do something about it. We can vote people in who actually have the courage to protect people's lives and not just uh, bow down to the NRA because they've financed their campaign for them. So hopefully we'll find enough people, uh, first of all, to vote um, good people in, and, but hopefully we can find enough people with courage to actually help uh, our citizens uh, remain safe and focus on on the real safety issues, not building some stupid wall for billions of dollars that has nothing to do with our safety, but actually protecting us from what truly is dangerous, which is maniacs with semi-automatic weapons, man's just slaughtering our, our children. It's disgusting. So he's not wrong. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or you consider yourselves a Pittsburgh Steelers or Pittsburgh Penguins fan, he's not wrong. The people that we elect are not doing enough to protect our children. That's a fact. Whether it's guns, whether it's the mental state of these people, whatever it might be, they're not doing enough because every time something like this happens, and it's happened 18 times already in the 45 freaking days we've had in 2018, we fight about it afterwards, and it becomes divisive. This is not a political issue. It should not be a political issue. It should be a safety issue. If the flu's really darn bad, guess what they do? They come out with a damn vaccine. The flu kills people. These shootings, they kill people. Do something about it. And if that means getting people in the Congress who aren't affiliated with the NRA, great. If it means getting people into Congress who want to see people with mental health issues get the help that they deserve, great. But it doesn't have to be a political issue. In the NRA, if you're a Republican and you like the NRA, come on. Come on. You can love your guns. I have nothing against responsible gun owners. Nobody should have anything against responsible gun owners but it's about the crazies it's about the wackos it's about the people who are far too far on that side of things and then they got a lot of money that they use 
to try to influence laws and otherwise. Senator Patrick Toomey, he's received $40,000 from the NRA. Just FYI. By the way, again, don't want to make this political, so let's give you some numbers. Found on the interwebs, so you know they're true. 67% of Americans support an assault weapons ban. 85% of Americans support barring sales to violent criminals. 62% of Americans support a semi-automatic gun ban. 62% of Americans support a high-capacity magazine ban. 89% of Americans support universal check for gun buyers. 73% of Americans support universal checks for ammo buyers. 88% of people support banning weapons for people who are deemed not to be safe by a mental health provider. 85% of people support barring sales to convicted stalkers. 79% of people believe you should have to own a gun license 64% of people support an ammo purchase limit, and 82% of people support a centralized record of gun sales. This isn't a 50-50 split. This isn't always down party lines. That is the majority. Find a way to create common sense gun laws so that children stop dying. Because your right to own a gun shouldn't have to come at the expense of those children's right to live. Okay, so let's make this a little more lighthearted now. Did you guys happen to hear the audio of Pat McAfee at the Indianapolis Colts press conference the other day? Talking to Frank Reich. Pretty good. Uh, Pat McAfee, Barstow Heartland. Uh, How's it going, Frank? Great to see you. Are you ready to come out and take some snaps again for me? Listen, it's like I got a wristband for you. It's like dealing cards. Dealing cards, right? Right. That's what I taught you. Frank Reich is the only quarterback coach in the history of the NFL to coach a player to a perfect passer rating on Thanksgiving. People forget that. Um, (laughs) So from coaching Peyton to last year you had Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, now you have Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett. Do you think you just an abundance of talent surround you at all times? And what will you do with Andrew Luck to make him magical? And also a follow-up to that, do you hate or love Josh McDaniels for what happened? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Congratulations. Okay, love that. Man, I miss that right there. I miss that kind of humor. Um, what was the question? No, I'm just kidding. You got me. You got me. Um, yeah, the key. Yeah, I don't care what you have to say, Frank. Only about Pat McAfee ruining what is typically a safe space for coaches. Pat McAfee's awesome. Barstool, eh, Pat McAfee, though, awesome. And I love the fact that he just went right at right, baby. Went right at him. Took that ball to the hoop. Slam dunk. You have found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I wanted to play that audio just to get distance from the gun thing. Because people don't tune into a sports show to hear about that. They just don't, and I need to accept that. You can call me a liberal Nambi Pam. You can call me a snowflake. What have you. Uh, I have a lot of views that would fall on the other side, where you would say you're a conservative. I just don't want to see children dead. Damn it, I thought I could get on the other side of that with a Pat McAfee. Didn't happen. But 412 is the number. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Braden does. He says, are you not at the Terrace on 5th today for the game? I am not. Connection issues. So I am here. 
Tim Benz is there, though, if you want to mess with him. He's filling in for Mark Madden. I'm okay with it. I don't know if I would have wanted to give that rant in public. Someone could have popped me. You never know. Oh, Also, by the way, you want to talk about being a hypocrite? Tomorrow on the show, I am at the... Brayden says, damn it, I was going to the game, was going to stop by. Penguins do play tonight. They play the Kings. Pens won nine in a row at home. There's nothing sexy to talk about with the Penguins right now. I mean, I suppose the Penguins playing as well as they are is sexy, but there's nothing to bitch about. They've won nine in a row at home. They're scoring 5.62, something like that, goals a game at home. What am I going to say there? Goalie's playing really well. All the stars are playing really well. Doing everything right. How about Tom today? Got a flat tire in his car. And then he had to call AAA. Because he doesn't know how to take care of it. (laughs) There are a few things in life every man should know how to do. Changing a tire is one of them. That'll be a big theme in the show. I got a lot of contributions on Twitter from what men should be able to do. And this isn't a gender thing, okay? I think it's things that general human beings should it know. It really how is. To do. It really is. Changing a tire. Shooting a gun. Cooking a meal. Like not something frozen. You know? Making a fire from scratch. That's something that everybody should know. You how can't to do. do that. I can do that. No chance you can do that. I absolutely I can do would, that. Th- I, I have done that. I would bet you I my house that I, you can't set a fire with two sticks rubbing together. Oh, 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 I have done it. Do it in the studio. I don't have sticks. Do it right now. Go get sticks. Okay, so you need dry sticks. Okay. I, I can Get br- a couple I'll of chopsticks. I'll bring in a setup. I could do it. He's going to bring in I'll a setup. The, oh, you can't bring in... Well, you know what? We will provide like the sticks. Would you like me to use the friction? We will provide the sticks. Would you like me to use the friction technique or the plow technique? Well... Which one would you like? The friction technique sounds like the only real one. Plow sounds BS. No, plow's real. Actually, you let's be, know let's be real fire. here. I can't All of it you, sounds BS. I can't believe you don't know how to build a fire from scratch. You don't know how what to build a fire. If, what happens if you and your lovely wife are out in the woods we one die. day? Car breaks down. We die. And I'm okay with that. See, that's why me and whoever I would be with would survive, because I would know how to build a fire. You'd probably trip, fall, and burn to death. I actually have a little flint stick in my in my car, so I could actually... That doesn't ma- count. I could make a fire That's not from in scratch. my car. It's not, no, but you give me... you give me All I need is I need a straight stick. I don't even need a bow. Like, you can make a bow to, like, kind of, like, turn the turn the stick. I don't even need that. I'll do that I, with I'm my sure you're, I'm sure you know the process. No, I do. I've done it. But I'm betting that you can't make it happen. And by the way, if my wife and I happen to get stranded in the woods, I'll pull out a lighter. And set the fire that if way. If you don't have a lighter. And see, that goes have back to the Tom thing. I'm a degenerate. Like, I'll have a lighter. Tom, the, so when Tom called me today, uh, Tom had to call me to be, tell me he was going to be late, right? So he calls me, and uh, he goes, oh, man, I just realized I have a flat tire. I don't know what I'm going to do. My first response was, change it. Change the tire. Go, do you have a spare? He goes, oh, no, I, I'm going to have to call AAA. 
He didn't know how to do it. It's fake news. You didn't even know how to call AAA? That's no, he knew how news. to call AAA because that's the survival mechanism. He had no idea how to go about changing a tire. I'm that's bringing Rob Ross in on this conversation. Shirt. Tom, put on some damn headphones. We established that the headphones Okay, then stop, stop talking on the mic because you don't know what the hell's going what? on. Go to Rossi now, for the love of God. Rossi, a man should know how to change a tire, yes? Man should know how to make enough money to have other men. <laughs> but Rossi, and I'm not going to disagree wholeheartedly with that point, but let's say you're in the middle of Alabama and your car breaks down. Well, man should you... never go to Alabama. That's a good point. That's true. What, what, about... what is the reason to go to Alabama other than to cover a college football game? There isn't one. I actually drove through Alabama. Live in a place where there are people where you can eat food that are prepared, eat meals prepared by world class chefs, drink wines that have been uh, cultivated by cultured um, enthusiasts. This is what men do in the modern age because you know how to start a fire. That is fantastic, but let's be honest. I live a better lifestyle than you people because <laughs> I make more money than you people because I will find somebody to make the fire for me. And the truth is, if I want to pay to watch somebody rub sticks together, I'll just go see a hockey game. Yeah, you're trying to bring it back to sports. We're not doing that today, Rossi. No, no, I'm just saying. That's what I'll do. Do you cut your own grass? No. Me neither. That's ridiculous. Why would I why would I take up time doing that? That's not a learned skill though. Cutting grass is cutting grass. I feel like you've well, got to change your tire. I'm I only brush my own teeth because I know I do it better. Rossi, is this true? Do you have a bed for lovemaking and another bed not for lovemaking for just sleep? That's that's Absolutely. bizarre. Oh, that is awesome. It's very weird. I'm sorry. I mean, when you get when you get to my class, Adam, you will understand what it's like to live a better life. Rob, I had a high level of respect for you before that answer. Now that you've answered that, it's at least quadrupled. Adam, I got to be honest, man. I'm Italian. Eventually, you will find a woman for lovemaking and a woman for your wife. Rob Rossi joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, very modern way of thinking there. By the way, has the United States stormed all the way back? No, that, that's, that's old school, Adam. That's very old school. <laughs> Is it tied? Did the United States tie the curling match? Okay, very good. Uh, Rob, I don't care what you're saying right now because curling is tied, okay? This game probably ended forever ago. Rob, or this match, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, Rob, do you know how to drive a stick? Uh, not well. Not well. And I go back to this. If you needed to know how to drive a stick, they would not have made automatic transmissions. Bang. Rob Rossi, Trip Live, Crowley Show. Rob, I'm going to ask you uh, a question that's going to make people uncomfortable. Are you ready for this question? This one will make the people uncomfortable. Okay, go Yes, ahead. not the sex bed question, but <laughs> this one will make the people uncomfortable. Uh, Rob, how did you view uh, the media's handling of everything that happened yesterday? Um, I'm assuming you're talking about the, the, the tragedy yes. in Florida, the shooting. Look, Adam, I tweeted about this. I, I'm, a very, I'm a very big proponent of showing footage that is news, uh, not, not censoring our news coverage, um, 
You cannot bring the children back. If there is footage there that serves a value, I think it is our duty as journalists to show it to the people. You can warn the public that something's going to be uncomfortable, maybe even unseemly. And I don't mean gratuitous airings of, um, you know, people being murdered, especially children, but there's a reason I think we have to continue to show the old footage of the towers coming down. I think there's a reason we have to see footage of wreckage. Uh, there's a reason I, you know, I, I said this before, I'll say this again, Adam, if there had been photos of people lying in pools of blood, the children lying in pools of blood after Newtown, I would have preferred that the papers splashed out on the front page that one time because, frankly, I think we need to be shocked. I think one of the reasons we are so damn comfortable with our children, but not just our children, our friends, our families, complete strangers, anybody being gunned down daily is because we are too damn comfortable and we can ignore it. We can turn it off. And I think as a journalist and the people that are the heads of journalism companies, we have a duty to the human race to show them what is uncomfortable, to let them know that this is happening. By the way, Adam, that's how Vietnam ended. Vietnam ended right. because the national news was showing body bags bring, being brought back. And, and for your listeners out there who think I'm going too far, I respect that. And again, I don't mean gratuitous. I'm talking about a one-time thing here, but it would be every day because these shootings are happening every day. And by the way, I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment. But I also draw a line between um, what are guns and what are weapons of mass murder. Uh, I don't know if you're, I don't know if your viewer or if your audience knows this, Adam, but there is a crisis going on in Russia right now with school stabbings. Children are bringing knives to school and attacking their classmates. So there's a mental health thing going on here. Look, I'm a big proponent of my own mental health uh, struggles. So, I, you know, I know that depression is something that's under treatment. But you know what's not happening in Russia? People aren't dying from those stabbings because it's really hard it's really hard to have mass murders from stabbings in schools. Yeah, Rob. It's not that hard anymore. But, but here's why, Adam. People don't know this. People don't know how horrific these murders are. We can become desensitized to it because it's just a breaking news on television. It's just something we argue about on Twitter. You see the photos? You see the videos? Yeah, that's going to that's gonna get some people to start thinking differently. Rob, you've traveled. Uh, you've been, of course, to Canada, and, of course, you've been to Russia. I don't know where else you've been, but uh, in my travels, I've found that Americans have a very high opinion of themselves. And people yeah. around the world, they understand that they got it pretty good, too. You know, I go to Ireland, and they're not envious of what we've got over here. They've got their own freedoms. Uh, Canadians, I follow a great deal of them on Twitter. 
they're not laughing about the situation because obviously you can't laugh about something like this, but they do thumb their noses at the United States and they look down on us. Uh, I would imagine that the rest of the world looks down on us, that this happens so frequently and nobody does anything. Well, Adam, I've been, I've been around the world a lot. Uh, and I can, and I know, I know a lot of people who are from countries I've never visited. So I, I, you know, I, the places I haven't been to, I know people from there. I've never experienced one person who thumbs their nose at America. I've experienced a lot of people who maybe understand our country to be something that most Americans don't, which really is a beacon. A lot of the, the foreign friends I have and a lot of the places I've been to, they realize that in many ways – whether right or wrong, America sets the standard. And on this particular issue, on the gun issue, they are dumbfounded. The que- I don't get what what are you doing. I get what is wrong. Why is why can you guys not get this correct? You seem to understand everything else, even if you don't do. Even if you don't do due diligence before leaping to involve yourself in other countries' problems, even if you, even if you don't necessarily get to know our culture before, you know, speaking about us, they seem to understand my friends from other countries, whether it's Canada, whether it's Russia, whether it's Sweden, whether it's Finland, wherever, right? Italy, Ireland, name them. They all seem to say, we, we understand that even when you are failing or flawed, it's coming from a genuine place. They seem perplexed as to why America, with all of its might, cannot prevent Americans from killing each other daily. They don't seem to understand this. And I can't blame them because if you brought somebody, if you brought an alien culture to our world, Adam, and you showed them what is going on in America right now with the killings, they would not be able to make sense of it either because you can't make sense of the senseless. There's only one explanation for why this goes on. We allow it to. I don't think the aliens would land in America. I think they'd land somewhere else. No, they'd be too damn scared of getting shot. Yep. Accidentally or on purpose, but not because we were defending ourselves. Rob, really appreciate the time, man. Uh, that was candid. It was not delightful because this is not a delightful subject, but you're good at life and thinking. So appreciate you bringing those thoughts and your life onto the show. And I will uh, be on the show tomorrow for an hour, from 6 to 7. So You want to hear the great irony of all that, Rob? I guess I have to since I brought it up, sure. I will be out at the outdoor show, the Allegheny Outdoor Show in Monroeville, which is sponsored by the NRA and the Friends of the NRA. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a lot of people that are part of the NRA that are good people. There's a lot of people that own guns that are – most people that own guns have are great people, and I want them to always be able to own those weapons. I just would prefer more people – look, Adam, here's the truth, right? And I know we ran long, so I apologize. Keep rolling. By baby. Monday, by Monday, people will have moved on from the dead children. And that's America right now. Goodbye, Rob. See you, Adam.
Rob Rossi from the Trib. One of my favorite people. I don't hang out with him enough outside of the show. Got to make that happen. Got to watch West Virginia basketball lose one day. I should probably just get a break between that conversation and the sports conversation. So we're going to do that. When I come back, Kevin Colbert says that the Steelers are worse now than they were after they lost to the Patriots. What do you think about that? 412-922-2874 and things that everyone should know how to do. It's the Crowley Show. Well, the United States just got out curled by the Italians. Son of a bitch! It probably happened yesterday, but I'm pissed nonetheless. 412-922-2874, the number to call. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Ed tweets Rob Ross. He's on fire today. That's every day. Listen to him tomorrow, 6 o'clock until 7. He'll be in for yours truly. Ed says, you got to be able to cook a meal. Oh, wait, that would put me out of business. Never mind. I'm guessing Ed's a chef of some sort. Here's the definitive one, though, that people should be able to do. Because Tom can't change a tire. Ed says change their oil, put a condom on, and pour a good draft beer. See, those are all really good things. I've never changed my oil, but my father-in-law showed me how. You never changed it now once? It's, it's easy. It actually is. It easy. is. But see, that's the thing where it's easy to do, but I'd prefer not to do it. That's the one I wouldn't. Putting a tire on is easy. Yeah. And I know I'm not going to screw it up. Changing the oil, your hands get all icky. Yeah, they, they do get icky. Yeah. <laughs> I, would put the, I would put that on a different plane than the changing of the tire. Oh, yeah. Well, see, the oil thing isn't an emergency. You know, like the right. tire thing you need because you never know when that's going to happen. You know, you never know when you're going to be stuck in the middle of nowhere, maybe without a cell phone signal, and you need to do something. Now, my father showed me how to change a tire, and the last time that I did have a flat tire, I called my dad over to come help me with it. You've never changed a tire? No, yeah, I have. Oh, you have on your own? Yeah, but oh. my dad showed me how to do it. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't just okay. I didn't just up and do it. I had to learn. It's not that hard, though. Like, no, it's You can not. figure it out. And that's what's so depressing to me when it comes to Tom, because we had a group chat this morning. We were just destroying good old Tommy Offerman. And I said, I could change the tire probably about 10 minutes. It, it depends. I might take a little bit more time than that. It just depends. And he said, well, my guy did it in about three. Yeah, but how long did it take the AAA dude to get there? And, Tom, if you're in the middle of the woods and your car breaks down and you're being chased by an axe murder, by an axe murder, You're effed because AAA is going to get out there or your cell phone's not going to have service and you're done. And you're we- bringing another guy into it. You probably get the AAA guy killed. It's just going wrong. Here's one that I didn't think of until just now that my generation sucks at. Knowing where the bleep you are and, That's- and, how, and how to get from point A to point B. Dude, without GPS... I am a disaster. Now, I know my way around here, finally, at the age of 27. But it took me some time because I relied so heavily on MapQuest and GPS. When my wife and I were in Ireland, we used maps for the yeah. first time in our lives. It's actually nice. It is. It was really it was really cool. And it's something that I'm definitely going to do in the future. But I think most millennials, Tom in particular, would die, would die without GPS. 
Tom would have no idea. I mean, you no can, clue. You and can, now Tom's afraid to go on the microphone because I'm going to keep yelling at him. Like Tom, you can do. You can like you know how to use like a can opener, right? You don't know how to use a can opener. Is Tom triggered? Tom, I think we might be getting. He's upset. Here. He's just shaking his head what over there. I mean, look, that's just that's one of those things that you should learn how to do. You should learn how to swim. Everybody should learn how to swim. If you if if you have reached the age of of say twenty and do not know how to swim, you got problems. Because again, you could find yourself in a situation where you need to swim. It could be life or death. You know, it goes back with the tire. You're in the middle of nowhere. That could be life or death. Goes to my point about the fire. Could be life or death. You'd never know. There are things you need to know how to do as a human where you don't rely on technology. Mr. McBeam, first up today on the Crowley Show, calling from the Sath side. What's up, Mr. McBeam? What's up? First time, long time. Uh, I got to agree on the swimming thing, but also riding a bike, too. I feel like that falls in the same category. That's a great one. That's a great one. Is that something you can self teach yourself? Because my dad taught me how to ride a bike, too. I mean,. My dad taught me too, but it was when I was a kid. So, like, yeah. I feel like if you wait till you're like an adult, that's a pretty obvious thing. I don't know. Mr. McBeam, can I pause you for one second? Sure. Tom, do you know how to ride a bike? Yes, I do. Okay, very good. Good job, Tom. Anything else, Mr. McBeam? Yeah, so about the, the, the gun, the shooting yesterday, the, the horrible tragedy, I think we really forget about the carryover of of guns into sports. Like, we have the shotgun formation in football. We have the pistol formation in football. I think we need to slow it down a little bit. I think that we need a musket formation. I think we need to go back to the roots of the Second Amendment of football and get with the musket formation. Common sense. Sports laws. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think this country needs. I think that'll set everything in motion. Mr. McBeam, appreciate the call. Now the shotgun is the blunderbuss. He's in the blunderbuss position. What the hell is blunderbuss? That's one of those big guns with the wide thing. Looks like a horn. Oh, kind yeah. Of. Blunderbuss. Yes. Yeah. Every man should know how to, how to handle a blunderbuss, too. Do you know how to load a revolutionary musket? Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four with the flint and all that? But that's, isn't that just the point, though? Like... I'm okay with people owning that. I'm okay with people owning a handgun. I don't need somebody to have a gun that can kill a hundred people. Sorry, without having to reload. Damn. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Kevin Colbert says that the Steelers are worse this year than they were last year after they lost to the New England Patriots and. I love the fact that Kevin Colbert said that. I do. I like when the talent evaluators and the front office people are critical. I like when problems happen and they want to fix them. I like the fact that the roster that he built, he acknowledges isn't good enough. Meanwhile, you've got Clint Hurdle say, well, when we win the World Series, people are going to be excited. Meanwhile, you've got Bob Nutting and Frank Coonley and all those stooges saying, our World Series chances aren't changed. We can be competitive. We can field a competitive baseball team this year. Meanwhile, Kevin Colbert's team just won 13 games, and Kevin Colbert's saying, we're not good enough. My roster, the roster that I built, is not good enough. So I love the fact that he said it. I do. I love it. It's a stark contrast to everything we've heard over the last month and a half from the Pirates. And, in fact, it's a stark contrast from what we tend to hear from Mike Tomlin. 
When Mike Tomlin makes mistakes, Mike Tomlin does not really acknowledge said mistakes. Mike Tomlin says, well, we felt like we made the right decision, blah, 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 blah. Kevin Colbert's saying we're not good enough. But here's where I'm interested in having you join the conversation at 412-922-2874, at underscore Adam Crowley on Twitter. Are the Steelers really worse off than they were two years ago? Hell no! That can't be right! And it's not right. Martavis Bryant's better than Kobe Hamilton. Yes? I think so. Juju Smith-Schuster, better than Sammy Coates? Better than DeMarcus Ayers? I think so! Steelers' defensive line at the end of that season did not have Cam Hayward, who wound up having 12 sacks this year, and Stephon Toot was severely hampered. Steelers also lost Le'Veon Bell at the beginning of the AFC Championship game. The Steelers, in my opinion, are markedly better now. Think about the cornerback position. Cornerback position. They had already burned the first-year player. This year's team had already burned the second-year player. You're going to get a little bit better. Now, he didn't get enough better, but you're going to get a little bit better. William Gay was playing far too many snaps. Mike Hilton better than him. Now, you did have... Lawrence Timmons and Ryan Shazier, and you didn't have either of those players in the in the divisional round game against Jacksonville. But I'm thinking the Steelers are better now than they were two years ago. The roster's better now. I love the fact he was critical. Do not take this as criticism of Kevin Colbert. But it's an interesting thing to say, and I will disagree with the statement there. Just because you lose a round earlier doesn't mean you're a worse team. It doesn't. The Capitals lose in the second round every year, but I can say one Capitals team is better than the next Capitals team. And this Steelers team was 13-3. and They came within a blown rule of beating the Patriots, whereas the year prior they got blown the F out by the Patriots. So I'm going to say they're better now than they were a couple of years ago, all the while kneeling down, bowing down to Kevin Colbert for actually being critical of the franchise, something we don't see across town. Devin wants to talk about Dem Stillers. What's up? Hey, man. I hadn't talked to you in a while. I figured I'd call in. Miss you. Happy Valentine's Day, hearts. Love. Love goes out to you, brother. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple things you talked about. I almost feel like we should... I know we as a city would never do this, but just stop going to Pirates games. Because even I'm saying that right now, but I want to take my son to a Pirate game just to go to a baseball game. Yeah, and, that, and that'll be the issue. Baseball appeals to the family. And, and there's something about drinking a beer at a baseball field. There's something about seeing the players and hearing the ball hit the mitt and hearing the crack of the bat. It's really tough to get people to not go to baseball games. And here's the dirty little secret there, Devin. If people stopped attending Pirates games... They just lower the payroll more. That, that That's all they would do. The bottom line would still wind up being the same, I think, for them. That being said, I'm not watching a Pirate game this year. Not happening. Yeah, and the second thing I wanted to say is, of course we were better this year, man. It Hell yeah! Saying, like, uh, we just failed. We failed. And that came down to coaching and also losing one of the best inside linebackers in football. I mean, that was that was a huge, Big huge blow. loss. Big blow. So, do you like yeah. the fact that at least Kevin Colbert's being critical of his own roster construction? Because I do. Oh, of course. But the but the, the, the pieces that we added to our defense were significantly better, especially on the back end than the secondary. Yeah, Joe um, Hayden. Mike Hilton was a revelation. Joe yeah. Hayden. Um, yeah, we just failed. I mean, it was it came down to coaching and execution, and we didn't do either. 
We lost you, Devin. Thanks for the call. 412-922-2874. And next year, Steelers are going to add to this. And that's another thing that Kevin Colbert had to say. We'll talk about that coming up next. He's critical of his own roster. I love that. Because the Pirates sure as bleep ain't. We got Lance Lyzowski then coming up at 520 talking about those lowly buckos. You're listening to The Crowley Show.